If you're an unbalanced empath, no matter what kind you are, you are going to have issues. You're going to feel tired. You're going to be irritable. You may have anxiety. You're going to feel drained. You're going to feel like things are just kind of clogged up. You may have emotional extremes where you're crying and then you're angry and then you're sad and you're kind of like all over the place. You may even have like physical pains, like back pain, joint pain, right? These are all traits of an unbalanced empath. Hi, I'm Andrea Neville. And I'm Jessica Paschke. We are two mediums whose spiritual experiences have been quite the adventure. We've discovered that sometimes the adventure is wonderful and unexpected, and sometimes it's downright uncomfortable. Join us as we chat about our own adventures and answer your questions about spirit, giving you specific tools and practices you can use to bring clarity and connection into your everyday life. Welcome to Adventures with Spirit. So has anyone ever told you that you were too sensitive or maybe too dramatic? I'm laughing at that one. Do you ever (laughs) feel like you just, you know, like maybe you just feel too much all the time. You may be an empath. But today we're exploring what an empath is and how to tell if you are one. We're going to dive into the different types and even give you a tool to help you manage all those feels. And I'm going to turn this to Jessica. Well, empaths are one of my favorite things to talk about. (laughs) It's, it's actually how I first waded into the intuitive field was identifying that I was one. You know, if you'd asked me, are you, are you psychic? Are you intuitive? I would have been a hard no, but ask me if I was empathic and I would have said yes, which is fascinating to me. And I think a lot of empaths, you know, kind of feel that way sometimes like where they're like, well, I'm just an empath. I'm just an empath, but being an empath is part of being psychic or intuitive. Are you, do you consider yourself an empath? I am highly sensitive and I would fit into the categories of empath, Mm -hmm. but that is not how I identified myself. But now I, I like to hear, let's hear more about it. Right. Mm -hmm. And put those pieces together because I think you can be all of the above. Well, yeah, it, yeah, it's not an or, it's an right. and, right? right? It's, and. <laughs> it's an and. So tell me, what is an empath exactly? You know, often you'll say, what is an empath? And people will be like, it's someone who feels too much, mm. <laughs> you know, but, but I'll, I'll dive into that. It, it's really having heightened senses. You're going to feel very differently than most people. So, so when someone is angry, right? A person who is not empathic will be like, oh, wow, you're angry, but they don't feel the anger as if it was their own, right? They may feel the anger rolling off someone, but empaths will feel that anger as if it was their own anger, which is then problematic because it triggers all kinds of things as well. Right. 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 And so you're really feeling others' emotions as if they're your own, right? As if they're your own and empaths generally have really heightened senses. So they, they have like a heightened sense of smell, a heightened sense of hearing touch textures are really a big thing for empaths. You know, how does something feel physically, um, you know, taste hearing my husband gives me a hard time. Uh, you know, did you hear that? And he's like, no, no one had heard that except you, you know? So, so that makes sense. You know, people, and I'm one of them, the the TV's on and someone's talking to you at the same time. And I can't process, like it's total overstimulation for me Mm -hmm. because you're taking things in 
on a level that's 8,000 times deeper <laughs> than, than someone okay. who isn't an empath, right? Right. All of your senses are taking information much more intensely. Okay. And, and mm-hmm. I think that's sort of why empaths also struggle with sometimes like the anxiety or the worry, or, you know, because it's just so much, it's, it's just, it can be too much if you don't know how to work with it. Right. But you know, it's not just emotions, Andrea, it can be physical sensations too. Oh, I want to hear about this. So let's say you're sitting next to someone on a train, right? Or a subway and they have a horrible migraine and you get on the train, you're feeling great. You sit down next to them and all of a sudden you have a horrible headache. You're a physical empath. Empaths don't just have to be emotional. There's many different types. I always wondered that happens to me, but I was thinking, I didn't think about it as being an empath. Mm-hmm. So tell us more about that. Well, so empaths are generally known as like, oh, I'm picking up somebody else's emotions, but you can pick up other people's physical sensations as well. It depends on what type of empath you are. So, so there's so many different types of empaths, right? And you may be one, you may be all of them. It doesn't make you any less empathic. It's just the, the way that your gift is expressing itself, right? What would be a quick, I'm sorry, Jessica, but what would be a quick, when you say types of empath? So you said emotional, physical. So we have emotional empaths. We have physical empaths. There are animal empaths. There are earth empaths. And then there's what I like to call global empaths. So earth empaths are like the nature-based empath, right? Mm -hmm. They are going to pick up on things like earthquakes before they happen. Okay. And they may, they may feel like 24 hours in advance, discombobulated and anxious. They may feel a stomach ache, a headache. So it could be an emotional or a physical response. And then the earthquake or the flood or the blizzard or the tsunami will happen and they'll feel a sense of relief when everyone else is gearing up. Okay. So they're, they're feeling it come, it comes and there's a sense of relief that kicks in. It's like, Oh, who release, but then everyone else is kicking in with their emotions. So it's like, if you ever have wondered why you're emotionally like off with your, like, why do I feel relieved? It's like, now I know what it is, but shouldn't I feel more? And that will, I mean, you will feel things as well, obviously, but, but you'll feel a sense of like, oh, there it is. Like you're putting your finger on a button. That's what was off. You know, what you're saying catches my attention because I have, well, myself, but my clients often contact me and say, I'm, you know, I just don't feel okay. I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what's going on. And I often, I say it's the world energy. Yeah. Well, and so then we've got two different types of energy though. So we've got that earth energy, right. With floods and earthquakes and things like that, like physical things, but then we've got like this global energy of the earth. And that's when we're talking about the people. So this is when huge events are happening. We're having, you know, maybe huge political things happening in a country and you're picking it up or you're having um, a flood of people having to evacuate. Right. So, so an earth empath would pick up on the hurricane, the earthquake, The global empath, or what I like to call the global empath, the global community would pick up on the emotional, physical distress of the people after the event, as the event hits or after the event hits, right? So you see, there's like a subtle difference, right? One is picking up on the collective of people and the other is picking up on the earth energy. And you can be both. You can be both. So let me ask, if you're feeling this, how do you stay in balance, right? That's the trick. Because if you're an unbalanced empath, no matter what kind you are, you are going to have issues. You're going to feel tired. You're going to be irritable. You may have anxiety. You're going to feel drained. You're going to feel like things are just kind of clogged up. You may have emotional extremes where you're crying and then you're angry and then you're sad and you're kind of like all over the place. You may even have like physical pains, like back pain, 
joint pain, right? Th these are all traits of an unbalanced empath. You may eat to numb, right? You may be overeating because you're unbalanced, right? So then when we, when we bring those gifts back into balance, and I'll, I'll talk about that in just a second, a lot of those things aside, it, it feels like that whirlwind that you had going on around you settles and you finally get anchored. And then those gifts are informing you, but they're not running you, right? They're not no, running. That you. makes sense. You don't want to. So it's my belief and my understanding and experience that most everyone is empathic in some way on some level, whether they're aware of it or not. And I say that because everything that you're describing I don't know many people who, you know, don't feel something at some time or feel off or. Right. But that could be their intuition, not empathic. Okay. So empaths, I'll put it like this. That makes sense. I understand, but go but explain it. Let's see. How do I want to say this? So empaths have a very different way of moving through the world in that they often, if they're unbalanced, if they're unbalanced, okay. Okay. They will work from a place like of, of, well, how do I feel will come from their external, right? Mm -hmm. Meaning they're going to, they often default to other people's emotions thinking it's their own and they don't know, or empaths in general will go from a place of how do I feel? And then let that dictate their external, like when they're doing a thought process. So many people who aren't empathic will be like, what do I think about this? And how does that make me feel? empaths will be like, how do I feel? And then what do I think about this? Do you see the difference? Yeah, I know I do. And I I'm listening because, you know, of course I'm seeing it from my filter and my lens. Right. And which maybe isn't accurate because I'm, I'm both. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I'm trying to kind of reconcile, but that makes sense. It is so emotionally charged. It is. The neuropathic. Yeah. Even, even if, let me say this, you're going to be an emotional empath. If you're an empath, you are, you're going to be maybe other types, animals, physical and, and whatnot, but you're going to be it. And if someone's like, no, I just don't feel, I'm going to tell you if you're an empath and you think you aren't an emotional empath, you're numbing. You've tuned out because the feeling was too much, too much. too much. And now you don't feel anything. So empaths can also be people who don't feel anything because they've turned it off. They've locked it down. And because they didn't people, know how to balance those people that are told their whole lives, you're too sensitive. You're too sensitive. Oh my gosh. That makes if me someone insane. else, you feel too much. You're too sensitive. You're too, right? whatever. It's like, you know, no, that's not. my superpower people. That's right. I'm not too sensitive. I'm <laughs> sensitive. And you are darn lucky that I'm in your life. That's right. <laughs> you know? Right. It is, and it is a blessing. And people sometimes feel that it is not. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you know, or told you to, and it's, I just want to say in that, you know, stand in your power in that. And you're knowing Celebrate you're not it. too sensitive, right? No. Use it, Use it no. as your superpower. Yeah. Yeah. You don't feel too much. You feel amazing amounts. Now let's bring it into balance, right? Cause you asked, say, how do you bring it into balance? Right. How do you do that? Yeah. Okay. Do? I'm really big on having like a daily ritual. And sometimes um, yes. you can do this little daily ritual throughout the day. It depends on, you know, empaths really have to have an awareness about how they're moving through the world and, and it requires working on it. It's not like you're just going to go out the door and be able to do it. But if you do this and you repeat it through the day, right? Like schedule it in morning, lunch, dinner, <laughs> you know, um, what I want everyone who thinks they might be empathic to do is for the five days, I want you to ground yourself. I want you to clear yourself. 
And I want you to do some kind of energy filtration, energy management, because, because that's really important. So grounding is anchoring into the earth center. I was going to say, yeah, we need to talk about that. Grounding is so anchoring into the earth center and how you can do that a few different ways. Mm. You can, you know, you can go out in nature, you can walk in the grass, you can touch a tree, you can be in your home, your place of business anywhere, and imagine your energy going through your feet down into the earth and anchor it there. At the same time, you're pulling that earth energy up through your feet, all the way through your body to the top of your head. You will feel what is called a grounding, right? The connection, you feel more solid and in touch. Right. But you know what empaths, it'll make them very, it'll make you very uncomfortable at first. You're going to feel like something's wrong because empaths are often very, very ungrounded. And it's going to feel like someone's pulling you back down into the earth or pulling you back into your body. And you may feel very heavy at first. Mm-hmm. Welcome to your body. <laughs> you <know? laughs> you're going to be a more powerful empath if you're in your body. Right. But, Ooh, man, we like to wiggle out. Like, and so grounding anchors you in. So you may actually feel like Ooh, I feel super heavy. And then you'll want to wiggle out again for five days. Just humor me. Feel super heavy for five days. Okay. (laughs) And then you're going to clear. So always ground first because you're clearing and you're filtering your protection. However you want to call it. Isn't going to work unless you're grounded. It's just not. not Otherwise you're all over the place. You're all over the place. And what's the point? So you're going to come back to present and you're going to ground using some of the techniques Andrea just mentioned. And then you're going to clear your energy because empaths love carrying around energy that isn't theirs. Okay. And, so and gotta, that really, it's, clean not, it. it's not healthy. Yeah. It's, it's not, not healthy. healthy. It can make, it can cause you to be physically ill mm-hmm. um, and, and, and drained and fatigued. So you want to clear things up, right? So Andrea, what are your favorite clearing techniques that you use to clear your energy? I run energy up through my chakra system mm-hmm. from the earth all the way through. And another one, if you're comfortable with angels, this is kind of my cheat sheet. The days mm-hmm. where I'm not clearing myself, I also am able to clear my energy, right? So I can picture right. the light going through and expanding. I can run my chakras. And there are days where I call in archangels, Archangel Michael. Mm-hmm. I asked to clear my energy. Archangel Metatron, clear my chakras. Always good ones to go to. But mm-hmm. if you're not sure, ground clear by either asking the angels running energy up through all of your energy centers, i.e. chakras, or picturing yourself from the inside out with a real pulse of clear, pure light Mm, and set the intention. Intention is really 99% of everything. Isn't it though? Yeah, it really is. Having a clear intention, write it down if you need to. Right. If you're intending to clear, you can make that statement and clear of all energy that doesn't serve your highest good, right? Or that isn't yours mm-hmm. to hold. Yeah. All yep. right, Jessica, tell us more about that. And then we're going to move. So you clear your energy yep. and, you know, you can even use like a, a clearing spray, right? Like, yes. you know, or water, spritz yourself with water. I mean, there's a million ways to do it. No mm-hmm. right way. You got to figure out what works for you. And then we move into what I like to say, filtering. Now, I know that some people will call this shielding and some people will call this protection, but I intentionally call it filtering because empaths are really great at building freaking walls the size of the Great Wall of China to block things out. But in that, building that wall actually cuts them off because it doesn't allow their own light to shine out. 
right? It doesn't allow their own light to shine out. It gets trapped like all, you know, in behind the wall, behind the wall. I see that with, you know, Mm -hmm. and so there's, so I call it filtering just because for my empathic friends, I think it's a little bit easier to do it in balance, even though for my mediumship friends and my psychic friends, I would call it protection. Protection. Mm -hmm. Okay. I understand. Okay. So think of a filter, like a pot of coffee. This is a great one. I love the spirit showed this to me the other, um, like a while back. And I was like, spirit, you're genius. So when you put the filter in the coffee pot and you put the grounds in, right? That filter acts like a barrier. It lets that beautiful nectar of the gods flow through, but you're not getting any of the grit, right? Same with the filtering system. You're going to put up an energy filter or a light filter or a crystalline filter, And it's going to let all the beautiful energy through so you can see clearly, use your gift to see clearly, but it's going to keep the grit out. So you're not wearing the coffee grounds, right? They stay on the outside of the filter, but you're still able to navigate the energy coming in and you're able to shine bright out so people can see you and they can find you. So putting up this filter, as you're calling it, and Mm -hmm. the crystalline and the light, and that is literally envisioning the Mm -hmm. light shining from within to without. Yes. Okay. So filter bubble light shining. Yeah. And you can ask Archangel Michael to do that. You can ask your spirit guides to do that. You can do it yourself. Once again, there's no right way, right? There's no right Right. way. Sometimes all of the above, depending on what's going on. I mean, really having a hard day, man, you know, (laughs) and we talk about it, you know, adventures with spirit. It's sometimes uncomfortable. It's sometimes challenging and hard. And as an empath, Mm, I think that's a really real thing. Well, it is because when I'm at home and I'm doing my thing at home, I have very different filters and clearing and grounding processes than when I'm going out in a large group of people, because I know if I'm going out in a large group of people, my, my empath gifts are going to be called, right. And I need to make sure that I'm in balance to handle that amount of energy coming at me. Right. Well, if I'm just meandering around the house, it's like, uh, there's just not as many, as many things to be aware of. Right. Right. And I would say that being in balance, I hear often from my clients when they're, they don't know if it's theirs or if it's someone else's or what's going on and they're Mm -hmm. overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and confused. So being in balance would help, would help you discern. Yes. What's yours and someone else's Mm -hmm. and what to take with you and what to leave behind. Yeah. Cause you don't need everything. You really no. don't need to feel all the feels it, right, all the time. Yours. It's not yours. So, so Jessica, what, what's a tool that we could use? Mm, oh, you know what? I love the dial tool. I love, okay. the, I have this dial exercise that I love that is like turning down the volume. And this kind of just relates to what we were just talking about. You don't need to have your volume on full all the time. You really just don't. This is for psychics, it's mediums, intuitives, and right. I don't care. It's who not you healthy. Are. You don't need to be on all the time. It's not healthy. And so I have a little brief visualization that I'd like to walk you through a little tool you can use that when you're out and about and you're feeling like, Ooh, I'm feeling too many of the feels you can adjust your volume. And I even suggest adjusting your volume before you step out into those situations. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense, you know, like pre adjusting your volume. Okay. So just, you know, take a minute. If you're not driving, close your eyes. You know, if you're someplace where you can, right. Close your eyes and take a deep breath in. And just be with yourself for a moment, right? Just be with yourself for a moment and acknowledge what you're feeling, where you're at with your day, right? And some of you, you may feel this. Some of you may know this. 
Some of you may see it or maybe even hear it, but I want you to just take note of what volume are your empathic gifts on now from zero to 10? How loud are you? 10 being the loudest and zero being none at all. And that number may just drop in. You may just know it, but zero to 10, take note. And now I want you to feel or imagine that there is a dial and it could be at the base of your skull. It could be over your third eye. It could be on your solar plexus. It doesn't matter where this beautiful dial shows up. And that dial is on that number you just received. And we wanna turn the dial down. So imagine or feel yourself turning the dial down to something more manageable from where you're at. So maybe go for a two and take note of how you feel. How do you feel as you turn the dial down? Is there a settling, a quieting, a calming? How does it feel? And take a deep breath in and release. Just kind of come back into your space, knowing at any time you can adjust this dial. So if you want to feel a little bit more, you can turn it up. And if you want to feel a little bit, feel a little bit less of the outside stuff. We want to always be in tune with our own emotions and what we're feeling, but we always, we don't always need to know what everyone else is feeling, right? So we're not turning our own emotions down. We're not bypassing our emotions. We're not shoving them in a box. We're actually just turning the dial down on the outside world. So it's a little more comfortable to move through it. Did that work for you? I went away for a second because I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm there. So, um, thank you, Jessica. And I noticed that as the dial goes down, my power goes up. Yes. Because, because you're not leaking everywhere, right? You're not, it giving, was very you're not giving your power away. You're, you're, you're calling it back. You're yes. calling it back. That was, that was good. Oh, we hope that was helpful for all of you empaths out there. I know there's a lot of you, hopefully the dial will help you really be balanced in your adventures today. Thank you so much for joining us. We welcome your questions and your stories. You can yes. email us at adventures with spirit podcast at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for being a part of today's adventure with spirit. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. We'd love it if you left a review. Like what you heard? Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Andrea Neville Psychic Medium and at Intuitive by the Sea for more inspiring content. Visit our websites at andreanevel.vision and jessicapashke.com to book an appointment, check out our classes, and submit a question for the chance to be featured in a future episode. Here's to being adventurous. Oh,